1: This is Binge List, brought to you by Who magazine.
2: I found the tonal shifts really yeah. jarring and, jarring, and, and yeah. the main thing I found jarring was that Melissa George, mm. as good as she is, and, and her power suits, her multicolored yeah. power suits, it was like she was in a different show from everyone else. It is a mess.
1: It's like, it's it's the biggest mess I've seen in a long time. It's like they threw so many things up against the wall to see which would stick.
0: Yeah, I just couldn't really connect with this show. I don't know. I just found it to be a bit boring. It's just not something I would normally watch really. I think I missed the point
1: of it. Welcome back to Binge List, your weekly podcast covering all the best shows on Aussie TV. I'm your host Matthew Denby, and joining me in the studio are Who Magazine's TV experts Gavin Scott and Ali Cromedy. Welcome back to the studio, guys. Hey, hello. This week we've got an Aussie TV special with lots of new drama, including Bad Mothers, Ms. Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries, and The Heights. Plus, we're chatting to the governess from The Chase. Yay! Yay. Woo. Channel Nine is hoping for a hit with its new female-focused drama, Bad Mothers, starring Melissa George. Jessica Tovey and Daniel McPherson, dealing with a bunch of clashing school mums. There's more than just parenting problems here. There's affairs, ugly feuds and a murder. Or is it? What did you think of it, Ali?
0: Okay. Well, it has to be said, they're trying to make Big Little Lies for (laughs) Australia. Um, But they're not really hitting the mark like it's nowhere near it's no nicole kidman and reese with a spoon and all of that um but i still really like it like even though it's a bit predictable at at times i just i don't know there's something about it that i like and i like the cast and i don't know i've got a soft spot for it even though it's not like dramatic gold like you know tv it's the best thing it's not the best thing that's ever hit australian tv but i'm into it i'm into it what about you gav
2: um yeah i could i could find myself watching it um But and I have problems with it, which which I'll come to. But it it is very watchable. I I will agree. Um, I think it's it's kind of what I was hoping for from playing for keeps. Mm. My issues with playing for keeps is that it it took too long for Mm. things to happen. Whereas a lot happens in the first episode of Bad Mothers. So I don't think you're going to be bored by the first episode. You might um, feel like you've got I don't know multiple personality disorder or something because it it can't really it doesn't really commit to being one show. Mm. There is a big a bit of Big Little Lies as you say there's a murder mystery mm. uh it, it also feels a little bit playing for keeps it's hmm. a bit soapy it also feels a little bit like house husbands yes, in that gentle totally. aussie drama kind yeah. of way and i wish they had have picked one of those genres mm. and committed to it it feels a little bit like it's hedging its bets yeah. um instead of being right this is what we're going to be we're going to be australia's answer to big little lies we're yeah. going to be really dramatic and really serious and, and kind of go for that premium drama thing yeah. it's like well we'll try and do a bit of that but then we'll also have some little light-hearted
0: ha- light-hearted
2: like- heartwarming, mum's in the playground talking about raising chicks.
0: Yeah, it takes you out of it a bit when they're not sticking to one lane. Like, yeah, when you like, oh, but somebody's – like something really serious is going on here and now we're just drinking wine around the, like, kitchen table, like having a laugh about it and gossiping. I don't know. Yeah, it's sort of –
2: I found the tonal shifts really yeah. jarring, jarring. And, and, and yeah. the main thing I found jarring was that Melissa George, mm. as good as she is and, and her power suits, her multicolored yeah. power suits, <laughs> it was like she was in a different show from everyone else. Yeah, totally. And everyone else was qu- kind of in a couple of different shows themselves. Yeah. But it's like she's in one show yeah. doing her Melissa George, international actress, <laughs> acting. Don't
0: talk about Home and Away. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, but it jarred it, it with everything else because no one else was had that same tone mm. as she did. Mm. Matt, what did you think? I, I know. and well, I know what you think. <laughs> Let <laughs> us Get have ready. it. It is a
1: mess. It's like it, it's it's the biggest mess I've seen in a long time. The tone saying tonal issues is an understatement. Mm. There's so many different clash clashing sort of tones in this. It's it's unbelievable. It's like they threw so many things up against the wall to see which would stick. <laughs> yeah, and there's you know it. It's, it's... It's beyond redemption. It's like, well, no, I'll say it started to coalesce into something resembling an actual TV show in the second part of the first episode. Mm. That's when I got a sense of where they were trying to go with it. Mm. But no, it didn't work for me at all. Um, I've got to say that they just had no firm idea of what they wanted to do, or they didn't have enough confidence in what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And Melissa George, what is she doing here? She's definitely signed on for a different show than most of the other actors did. (laughs) Yeah. quite good in it. She looks great. The wardrobe department certainly blessed her. Completely. She's she's a fashion show in every single shot that Mm. she's in. She looks fantastic. Yes. But I think some of the other actors aren't as accomplished. I think some of the acting is extremely rough. I'm not going to say it's because they're not up to it. I'm going to say perhaps they weren't properly advised on what Mm. kind of show they were doing. That's a good
0: point, yeah. Yeah,
1: the production... Perhaps Surely they're
0: confused like us. I do yeah.
2: anyone knows. I don't think yeah. anyone involved in the show knows this is the show we're making because what we're seeing on screen is, is three or four different shows as yeah. as we're all, and we've all picked that up. It's, it's not one of us.
0: Well, they did have to scramble early on in the production because Jessica Murray pulled out. Right, yes. She was right. meant to be, I guess, Tess Halbrick's character. Yeah, right. The, um, but she had to pull out. Um, Maybe
1: she read the script.
0: Yeah, she was like, mm, not for me. Um, but Tess stepped in, I guess, late in the game and... Um, And also she's 28. How does she have kids? I mean, look, people can have kids young and there is a character on the show who's had a kid at 17 or really young and that's a part of her role. But Tess is 28 and has like really school kids aged children like I don't know how old the eldest boy anyway I just thought that was really confusing
2: it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. just
0: not explained like she's very young
2: anyway she's very young and and there is as you say another character and that's yeah, her that's thing her, she's, that's the 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 yeah. she's the young mum. yeah she's the young Erratic, and- but it does the show does seem to center around and Tessa's Character yes. her uh, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet it has yeah. gone to air so um, mm. I, I'm not spoiling it for no. people who have tuned in but obviously her character discovers her husband's having an affair yes. and she's involved with the Melissa George character she's yes. involved with the other group of mums yes. who are, who are the bad mothers of the yeah. title yeah. they don't seem that bad they're just
0: as in they just what have wine in the afternoon <laughs> yeah. and, like maybe forget to pick up their kid or um, I don't one know one I, of them brings up
2: Melissa George's dog that wasn't oh, well, exactly that's uh, not
0: a great thing no
2: yeah. Yeah, but then they're, they're not that bad and and I'm I'm troubled, but i not troubled. But I'm, I'm confused <laughs> by it being called Bad Mothers mm. so soon after the, the, the American films Bad yes. Bad Mom. There are just
0: so many confusing elements to this show. Why wouldn't you change the
2: name? I don't know. Into- I, I
0: I remember when the show was announced and that was the title. They were like, "Oh, is it just, like people ask me, is it just a remake of the movie?" I'm like, I don't think so. So yeah.
2: Confusing confusing. times.
0: But in saying that, I still like it. I still like it. Yeah, as we said,
2: I I think people are going to enjoy watching it in in the way that people enjoyed Playing for Keeps. And by the end of Playing for Keeps run it yes. had kind of settled into itself. I just yeah. wish Australian shows could get it right for the first episode instead of by episode four or five being, oh, yeah. this is the show, right, it's really good now. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah.
1: can't People aren't
0: that patient anymore. No, they're
1: not. So no, they won't wait. No. And I think if the show does end up finding its feet further down uh, the run, yeah. perhaps they should have gone back and reshot the first episode.
0: Yeah, yeah, true.
1: Or dropped the first three and go start with episode four. Here's our yeah. pilot. Like, and oh,
0: FYI, this is what's been happening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, now Bad Mothers is now available to view online now. If you're interested, check it out and tell us what you think. The original Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries was a huge hit for the ABC and has been sold right around the world. There's even a feature film currently in the works. Now Seven is bringing us a spin-off with Franny Fisher's niece, Peregrine, stepping into her missing aunt's shoes in swinging 60s Melbourne. Is there enough room for another Miss Fisher or Ms Fisher, Gavin?
2: Um, yeah, I think there is enough room for another Miss Fisher, especially since it is set in a completely different era on mm. a completely different network with a completely different cast. Mm. <laughs> it's basically a completely different show. Um, and, and, yeah, there is a link to the original series and the link is a little bit tenuous, you could say, but that but that's fine because the show isn't about the link so much. And so what I find interesting is when they set these spin-offs up, how are they going to do it? How attached to the original show is it going to be? Mm. And I guess the, the link here is that it's... it's it's a similar feel to the original one in that you've got a a really cool kind of female detective running around town mm-hmm. solving crimes. Yep. But it's not you know that's where the links kind of begin and end yeah. there's this backstory of, of yeah she's this never before mentioned niece <laughs> and and you know some and that's all dealt with really quickly yes. and they kind of get in get out with that and kind of say here's here's the backstory yeah. here's how it's linked now let's actually just get get on with this show yep. and i did like that about it because it does become its own show because of it mm. but really it's going to succeed or fail thanks to geraldine Hakewell, i think yeah and um i really liked her in this what did you think mm.
0: of her yeah i think she was kind of the perfect choice. Mm. Um, I think she's fantastic and really talented and fun and great energy um and looks great in 60s outfits. Yeah. <laughs> and the hair and the makeup that's what I really loved about um this show is the attention to detail in like her well she's inherited her aunt's home. Yes. Um Amazing! I would live there. Um, loved all of that. Her clothing, her, yeah, as I've said, the makeup, the cars, um, just really killed it in that department. So that I just find that so fun. I love sixties type of stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's got a good energy, and I do love I love Joel Jackson in this role. He's a bit more of a, like, you know...
3: A
2: straight n- guy.
0: Yeah, he's, there's not a lot of humour or fun. No, He's no Peter Allen um, in this <laughs> at all. So, But I, I think he's fantastic as well. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of fun in this show. Um, and as you said, a good, the same sort of energy um, from the original series. So fans should be pretty happy with that.
1: Now, I think the location scout who worked on this show deserves a Logie, a special (laughs) Logie, because some of the locations here are fantastic. The interiors are fantastic. Whoever did all the interior design, the period clothing, Mm. really, really good, right on point, really good. I think the target audience for this show are going to absolutely love it. It's really well constructed in that sense. Now, Franny Fisher, they give us a little sense of what happened to her. Mm. I don't believe she's dead. Do you guys? Uh, No. No,
2: they've totally opened the door. For, for Essie to come She's in if they, coming can, back. if they can wrangle it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be substantially older. They'll have yes. to spend a lot of money on ageing makeup. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe people might want to remember her in her prime back mm. in the in the 20s. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be really successful internationally because the brand is already so well established. Like the, ori- the original series is on Netflix and mm. Americans just love the original. They, you, there's so much buzz about it online. And yeah. we've also got the movie um, – Uh, Miss Fisher and the Crypt of Tears which is coming out that'll be really interesting because that's got quite a budget they've been filming overseas in Mm -hmm. some really exotic locations how fun
0: how exciting for an Aussie TV show yeah it's great in
1: in this day of streaming TV that shows like these can really take off internationally so yes if you're interested in watching Miss Fisher's Modern Murder Mysteries it begins on February 21 at 8.30 on the Seven Network binge list the ABC is showing its commitment to local drama with its new 30 part series the Heights beginning on Feb 22 at 8.30pm dealing with an inner city tower block community under siege by gentrifiers and other social problems it stars some familiar faces like Marcus Graham and Shari Siebens and plenty of newcomers too what did you think of it Ali?
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> come
1: on out with it
0: I just couldn't really connect with this show I don't know just didn't I just found it to be a bit boring I just didn't it's just not something I would normally watch really I don't know I think I missed the point of it I don't know and also like why is it called the heights if they live in the towers am I missing something
2: well I guess because the tower's high
0: <laughs> just <it's> like, <laughs> going back to the towers like wouldn't you just call the show The Towers right
2: yeah yeah that's, yeah I mean that's
0: just one thing but um, good yeah good point what about you Gavin do you like it can you convince me Um,
2: I don't know if I am if I can convince you I don't know if I'm going to try I, I didn't <laughs> dislike it as much as you clearly yeah. did um, and I wasn't into the first episode when I yeah. when I watched it I um, did get sucked in a little bit though watching the second episode right. okay there's and hope I, and I think because this is basically a serial it's like a Home and away neighbors kind of format. Yeah. They're, they're 30 minute episodes. Mm. They're putting 16 of them up on iView straight away. Mm. So it is the type of show that you'd probably just go, right, oh, I can watch another one. I can yeah. watch another, another one. Yeah. And it probably that will benefit it because right. if you, go, you watch one yeah, show, you you're just like.
0: Just, yeah, a week would pass and you'd go. Nah.
2: what yeah why Onto am, the next why am I getting two minutes of storylines from lots of different people yeah, who that's
0: probably the reason I just didn't I just didn't know who to connect to I just felt I didn't have enough information on people and they just didn't really set the scene as well as maybe they could have but anyway,
2: yeah but then I think yeah if you watch it that's the point of yeah the, yeah it's a, yeah so if you watch a couple of episodes and and um then you get a sense of oh this is who the community is yeah. and and yeah there's people who live in this tower block yeah. but the area around them is being gentrified yeah. which we see a lot in yeah. the in the inner city yeah. Of, of Australia, and so you've got that clash between yeah the old school people who have lived there and battled their life, yeah. and then there's people coming in and paying millions of dollars for for houses that yeah. you know were run down and all yeah. that neglected not long ago, and they yeah. do them up, and suddenly the tone of the of the community completely changes. Yeah. So that's basically the point of the show, you, and you see the characters from all walks of life, and I guess that's what I like about it, mm. because compared to I guess a lot of you know you look at the soaps that Australia have had over the years, Paradise beach and, you know, those 90s ones where it was all about sun and surf. And that that was what Australia sold to the rest of the world. True. Um, This kind of shows this is Australia. You've got a multicultural community. You've got different uh, income brackets you've yep. got blended families you've and got not
0: everyone lives at the beach
2: not everyone lives at the beach no. not everyone looks like they, they live yep. at the beach and for me it sits somewhere between secret life of us mm. and neighbors in that you've got the um, everyone's in each other's businessness mm. of neighbors yes. but you've got kind of like secret life of us was a bit more of a this is a snapshot of what yep. Australia looks like now yep. and I think it really pushes that yep. uh thing with it Matt yeah. what's your take
1: Look, I I found it interesting. I thought it was quite a contrast to Bad Mothers in that it probably had like one-tenth the budget, but despite that, it had a cohesion in tone and performances Mm. that were Mm. completely missing from that other show. Mm. So it's got a lot to recommend it in that sense. I think it's great that it's um, dealing with some marginalised communities and people that don't usually get exposed in Australian drama. That's the upside. The downside is that unlike things like Home and Away, this is not escapist. It's not escapism. And for that reason, people who've come home from a hard day at work or people who are at home, um, you know, depressed and unhappy, they're not going to tune into this because Mm. it is – gritty and it's real it will find an audience though because it's quite good at what it does Um, I think it's fantastic that the ABC is committed to 30 episodes up front great for Australian drama Mm. I hope it does find an audience um, but it's not going to be the people who watch Home and Away that's for sure.
2: Mm. Well that was my big question watching it who is this targeted at who is going to watch this show and it's got this Friday night time slot. Yeah that's
0: interesting. Which
2: is when the people who watch things like Mm. Miss Fisher or Blake or those Yeah, that's kind of when
0: they—that's the time slot that those shows had. Yeah. But this
2: isn't targeted to no. them, and I no. guess kids who might want to watch it because it's like a, a big school storyline, they could maybe watch it on iView because yeah, kids mm. don't sit down and watch TV when no. it's on these but would days.
0: kids like? I don't can't see a
1: teenager watching this show. It no, doesn't feel not like teen a, appeal.
2: No. no, so I'm like, yeah, who is it targeted at, and yeah. who's going to watch it? So hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, I do think it's worth checking out, so do try uh, The Heights and tell us what you think. It begins on Feb 22 and will also be available on iview. Binge List, brought to you by Who Magazine. It's interview time, and if The Chase is Australia's favourite game show, perhaps our favourite adopted Australian game show star is The Governess, also known as Anne Hegarty. Welcome to the show, Anne. Thank you very much indeed. What a nice compliment. Oh, thank <laughs> you.
2: And I'm really interested about... Because I, I go to a lot of trivia nights myself, oh, yeah. or I, I used to anyway. Um, so I'm interested in your ability to retain and, and store all, the, all that trivia. But So when did you first
3: realise you had a knack? For oh, you? when I was a child, um, I remember my mother... Was obsessed with not putting any kind of academic pressure on children and she had had Shakespeare shoved down her throat as a child so she put the big Shakespeare right on top of the bookcase um, without stopping to consider that right from when I was a toddler I was a very good climber so I climbed up the bookcase and I got the Shakespeare. Kids want what they can't um, have right? Yeah basically yes and, and I knew I was annoyed because I knew the phrase to be or not to be that is the question I didn't know what came next so I thought, well, that can't be everything he's saying because it doesn't make any kind of sense. Uh, so I read the speech, and I read it over and over again and realised that I was gradually remembering more and more of it and that I, in fact, knew, now knew the whole thing off by heart. So I discovered, wow, I can memorise things, and I started memorising things. Um, and uh, I was always a curious child. I wanted to know stuff and about how things worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, uh, as a quizzer that's basically what one does one reads a lot uh, one reads the news uh, one does quizzes and when one comes across something one didn't know one goes and looks it up you know there's the one answer to that quiz that I didn't get right what is that uh, what is that thing that I'd never heard of let me go and read about it mm. oh that's what it is okay so now I know do you have tricks for remembering things well sometimes um, I mean I sometimes use uh, mnemonics mm-hmm. Um, mnemonics don't work terribly well at speed so for the final chase I might try and use sort of word association Um, but um, I use those sometimes if I'm deliberately trying to memorise something Um, but a lot of the time it's just if something interests me and especially if I've been asked the question over and over again and I keep getting it wrong eventually it'll go in and the next time I'm asked it will be in a final chase and i get it right that's what one hopes. <laughs> so, so what topic always stumps you? Uh, it's no secret I'm really not that great on sport. Uh, I mean, I'm not that great on Australian sport, but to be honest, I'm not that great on British sport either. <laughs> Um, I try, but there's just such a lot of it, and uh, with the exception of tennis, it sort of doesn't terribly interest me very much. Unless it's a big event, I mean, I, I, I did get quite excited by the World Cup last year. So, so do you
2: do studying for the show? Do you set aside time? It's like homework?
3: Not exactly. I don't exactly set aside time. I do a fair amount of quizzing. Um, When I'm at home in Manchester, there are two quiz leagues that I'm part of. So I'm playing on a Monday night and a Tuesday night. Um, I do online quizzes. There's an American league that I play in. Um, There's also uh, a website called Sporkle, which is a U.S. website full of quiz games. Mm -hmm. And I tend to be on there, you know, at least once a day, just Mm -hmm. looking for new quizzes to play. Mm -hmm. And that'll be the one where, you know, I'll get everything right. I'll get all... There'll be twenty questions. I get eighteen of them right, and two of them, uh, when the answers come up, I think I've never heard of that. Let me go and look it up. Mm. Um, so, and then you learn something.
1: Okay. So the persona of the governess. How do you feel about taking on that persona, and how is she different from Anne?
3: Um, she's. I, I sort of get into character as I'm being made up, right. and and then uh, once I'm left alone to get the costume on. Uh, by that time I'm sort of looking in the mirror going oh yes she's back um, but she's she's kind of I mean obviously she's a bit me um, she's a bit my grandmother she's a bit one of my aunts she's a bit Professor McGonagall um, and basically she's a British battle axe who doesn't take any nonsense Yeah. Yeah. do you have any acting background at all? I don't really I mean I acted at school yeah. um, I mean I always wanted to be an actress every little girl wants to be an actress mm. um, but um um mm-hmm. You know, we thought, no, don't be silly. You know, nobody is ever re- Nobody is ever really an actress. <laughs> real people do sort of real jobs, like being teachers or something. Mm. Um, so um, I would love to do more acting. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, I do um, I do Panto at Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and um, I used to get terrible reviews. The reviews have got a little bit better, <laughs> so maybe I'm getting better. Yeah. Um, but I always feel, I mean, my job basically is is to be the famous person that people mm. come to see, and then all the professionals are around me to actually you know do the work and make me look good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing my best you know mm-hmm. but I never expect to be as good as the professionals yeah
1: yeah and you must have some strange experiences with people thinking that you are the governess um
3: what I really have is um this is something One of this is something our first producer warned me about she said to me They've seen you in their living rooms. They Mm. think you're their friend. Mm. And what I have, really, is this thing of everyone thinking I'm their friend, everyone thinking I'm their (laughs) mum. And, uh, you know, people... Um People just chattering away to me um, yeah. as if as if I'm a member of of their family. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I sort of think, yeah, that's lovely. Except I don't know who you are. And I, <laughs> I just came here to do some shopping. You know? yeah. Yeah. Can I please just do the shopping? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you have
1: a, a defining memory of when you first realised you were famous?
3: Um, it's hard to be sure. Um. I mean, the fame suddenly ramped up a bit Um, in about early 2015. I joined the show in 2010 Mm. in uh, the UK, and for a long time we were getting fantastic ratings Mm. and no media attention at all. Mm. Um, So um, we used to say to each other, the only people who think we're famous are the public. Yeah.
1: Um,
3: And then in early 2015... um, a show, I think it was tried out here, but it's a, a huge hit at home, Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway. Yes, yes. Um, they did a sketch. Uh, where Ant dressed up as me, and to <laughs> be me. And then I came on at the end and sort of went get out of my seat. Mm. Um, and that seemed to be a point at which the press sat up and took notice. Right. They were like, ah, yeah. the entire audience knew who Ant was being. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't be the only ones who didn't. Let's let's try and catch up with this. Yeah. And then, of course, um, uh, a couple of months later, I got asked to do the Australian show, mm. which obviously, you know, was fantastic. Mm. Um, and yes, it, it did, it it ramped up then it ramped up further certainly for me it's ramped up further as a result of doing a celebrity yeah. yes. and now yeah basically you know I can't have a meal in a motorway service station without three people wanting selfies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's got to the stage of okay, I'll just pull into the actual fuel bit and go and buy sandwiches and then escape. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) wearing
0: your dark cap and your. I've actually, do
3: you know? I swear this is absolutely true. I was stuck in a traffic jam on a small motorway in um, in Manchester. This was actually last August Mm -hmm. when the news had been leaked. No, it wasn't August. It was more recent than that maybe October. Mm-hmm. The news had been leaked that I was i was one of the people that was going to be on I'm a Celebrity, but of course it wasn't confirmed. Right. Um, but I can remember being stuck in this traffic jam uh, and next to me there was a van and the guy looked out and went, oh. and I swear, <laughs> the fir- uh, he sort of, you know, gaped at me and pointed at me that th- this is the first time in my life I've ever done this. I actually reached into the cup holder and put my sunglasses on and it wasn't sunny. I'm just like, no, 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 guys. Not today. I want to be alone.
0: Yeah.
3: So, you know, we just felt an awful diva thing to do, but I was like, yeah. guys, you I can't handle it, it right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about I'm a Celeb. So okay. that was something you, I think I've heard you say you never wanted to do. Yes. I always said there's not enough money in the world. Yeah. And then um, what changed? And, uh, what changed
3: was my agent said to me, look, I know you've always said you don't want to do it, but yep. they want to come to Manchester. They they never leave London, but they wow. want to come to Manchester and take you out to lunch yep. and they work on other shows. Mm. So you might make some contacts So mm. just do a bit of, go, just go there and do bit of networking. Yep. <laughs> and uh, really, they were just all so charming. Yep. And I realised that afternoon that I was feeling a sort of mindset change. Yeah, yeah. I could imagine doing it and yep. I had never been able to imagine it before. Yep. Of course, once I went in there, I realised I hadn't imagined it sufficiently. Because <laughs> I always say, nothing happened that I should not have expected. Yep. Um, it was just making it real to myself, mm. realising, yeah, this is what it actually feels like yep. that you know you don't know where to go to the loo you don't know where yeah. to wash and what's coming um, next and absolutely and yep. every time a leaf falls on your head you're like
0: ah, this just fell on my head
3: <laughs> and i just woke yeah. up screaming oh. um, and uh, yeah it was it was very tough the first yeah. few days yep. um simply um just it being such a just such a physical effort to actually work out how to do anything yeah. and um autistic people we tend to you know, we can be very smart, but we can process mm. stuff quite slowly. Sure. So we need to be warned, and mm. we need to not be ambushed. Um,
0: so, as we were discussing just before the interview started, you do spend a lot of time in Australia. Um, I do seem to, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of it? Do you, would you ever move I'm, here? Is oh, it- I, I, I can't imagine. Well, I can't imagine moving here because there
3: is so much work now happening in the UK. Yes, um, popular. But uh, I mean, I love coming to Australia. I love uh, the best thing about Australia is it's full of Australians. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I just we just get each other. Yeah. I mean, I love Americans, but mm. with Americans you also have to tell them if you're about to make a joke. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> okay, is that a joke? Are you you're being like, sarcastic?
0: Yeah. I'm like, Well, Great I'm, I'm, I'm
3: British and my lips are moving, so what do you think? Um, <laughs> yeah, and, you're right. uh, with, Ameri- with Australians, you don't have to warn them; they expect you to make
0: it. Yeah, joke. yeah, yeah.
3: So uh, special yeah. relationship
0: we've got. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, and yeah. you know, I love working with the
1: Australian technicians. It's yeah.
0: brilliant. Oh, well, that's awesome. Well, good to hear. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, well, thanks very much for joining us today, That's Anne. okay. And you can see Anne on The Chase Australia weekdays on 7 at 5pm and also on 7 Plus. This week's Hidden Gem is Sisters, which started out on Channel 10 and has a new audience now on Netflix. What did you think of it, Ali?
0: Well, I really love the premise of this show. I think it's, I mean, it's kind of weird and gross. Um, I'll explain it before I get into that. But yeah, so Sisters is a drama. It centres um, on the character of Julia. She's an only child, or so she thinks. Um, when she, she find, Her life turns upside down when she finds out that her father, um, on his deathbed, um, he reveals that over the course of his career as a fertility doctor, so he's uh, an IVF sort of um, specialist. Specialist. Yeah, he's like really paved a huge career in that. Um, he's used his own sperm uh, to conceive dozens of children. So yeah, not not the most um, uh, professional doctor, <laughs> it seems. So anyway, as she dutifully begins to track down her emerging group of siblings among a sea of brothers. So she's got heaps of brothers. She's only got two sisters. Um, And, yeah, one of them is a child, a troubled children uh, television star, Roxy, and the other is a lawyer, Edie. So it becomes all about, like, her trying to forge a relationship with those two women um, and then also just dealing with the fact that her father did what he did. Um, Pretty gross. Uh, But, yeah, as you said, Matt, the show started on Channel 10 in 2017, late 2017. It only had one season on 10. Then Netflix adopted it um, last year. Uh, with the hope of a second season, I guess, to be made. Um, but there has yet to be one. Uh, but now we've learnt that Fox in America are going to remake Sisters. Um, I think it'll be called something different, but... Um, But they're going to yeah make their own version, which is exciting for an Australian TV show. Um, But I am confused whether the where that leaves the original, um, if we're still going to get a second season on it. I feel like we probably won't. What do you think, Gav?
2: (laughs) Yeah, there there was a lot of um, rumors and stories about there being a second season. The hope for it. The Netflix thing was seen as a great thing because, like with the Letdown. um, Yes you know, that's going to go to a second as, season. But I guess yep. Netflix were involved f- with that from, the, from yeah. early on. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess why bother remaking it? Because it's obviously um, – if it's a good show. And yeah, is it – I haven't watched it. Is, is it yeah, a good show? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fun. There's a good energy to it. And it's made by um, the writers who've made some other really popular Australian TV shows too. So it's in good, it was, it's in good hands or was in good hands. Um, but, yeah, the fact that Netflix adopted it and is calling it an Australian original um, – their own Australian original, I feel like that means there's a second season coming, but yeah, I, I'm confused. Either way, it's worth a watch. Right. It's a pretty gross premise, but <laughs> um, and, and there's been a lot of stuff in the news about this really happening, even on 60 Minutes on Sunday. Right. Um, there's a guy trying to create have babies and it's a topical situation
2: (laughs) if nothing else it'll be worth watching this and then comparing it to the American one because often remember what the Americans did to Kath and Kim oh Oh god (laughs)
1: butchered yeah they often can
0: butcher things big time okay (laughs) yep
1: and Sisters is available now on Netflix Thanks for joining us this week on Binge List. It's the final episode for us, and we'd like to take this opportunity to thank all our loyal listeners for making it so much fun. On the phone, we've got Binge List original Claire Rigdon. It's been a real hoot, hasn't it, Claire?
0: Oh, hi, everybody. I've missed you all. Yeah, I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it. It's really been fascinating to get lots of feedback from all our listeners and find out what you guys are into and what you're watching and yeah it's been a really awesome year for for tv that I've discovered stuff that I probably wouldn't normally have listened to or watched so I just want to say thanks to Matt and Gav for introducing me to the wonderful world of true crime and all sorts of random RuPaul's Drag Race facts that I probably wouldn't have already known so yeah I just want to say a big thank you.
2: And all the debate we had, all the arguments, all the...
0: Wrong, uh, wrong, wrong. Oh, <laughs> yes.
2: The number of times Matt
1: told us we were wrong, 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 and the number of times, actually, he was wrong, wrong, wrong. Oh, totally,
0: debatable. 100%, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've also had a lot of fun with Ali. Thanks very much for joining us this year, Ali.
0: My pleasure. Short but sweet, but I had the best time. I loved it.
1: Now, if you've loved this podcast, then we think you will also love Real Talk. Join entertainment gurus Holly and Ali as they talk all things reality TV, pop culture and celebrity. Well, why not tune into Who Are You? hosted by Pete Timms. He interviews a different celebrity each episode and delves into what makes them tick. They're all available on iTunes and Omni, so do check them out. So, this is it a final goodbye from the Binge List team. It's been a lot of fun. Happy viewing, everyone, and goodbye. Bye.
0: Kuroo. Bye. Bye-bye. See ya.